0: own life in my hands but let's greet each other and tell everybody God bless you I'm sorry about that I I left out the you guys over in the FLC I hope you're greeting each other I know it I know it hi right, Jan alright there we go I hope you got to say hi to Pastor Rusty joy, 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 joy where? down in my heart Hi, Callie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? How's things at um? um how's things at um? Hershey's.
1: It, they're good. Are it's you? been slow though, so I I've been getting off early. Oh. Like yesterday, I worked. I was supposed to work till five, and I only worked till three thirty because we only had three customers, and that whole time I was. There.
0: Oh boy. Oh boy. It'll pick up. I hope. All right, praise God. If you have your Bibles with you, turn to John chapter 10. I hope everybody over at the FLC has calmed down. It's good to see some—if you, you haven't seen somebody for a while, this is good to do that, isn't it? Um, we're going to look at John t- chapter 10, um, actually four verses. Um, we're going to look at this thing, but a couple months back, something happened, and um, I knew that God was speaking to me at that point and said, that's your last sermon right there. It's John chapter 10, verse 4. We could spend the rest of this year um, looking at that, this verse, this pericope of God's word every, every Sunday and never do justice to it. That's how powerful this is. But I'm going to focus in on one little line, okay? Goes like this, truly, truly, I say to you, Jesus talking, he who does not, whoever does not enter the shepherd by the door, but climbs in by another way, that person is a thief and a robber. But who, whoever enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him, the gatekeeper opens. The sheep hear his voice. Now listen to this. And he calls his own sheep by name, and he leads them out. When he has brought out his own, he goes before them. Now listen to this. And the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Let's try to digest that today. This is the word of God for all of his people. Thanks be to God. We, uh, we, in these days, have been called many things. You know, we've been called literally unfaithful because we disaffiliated. We've been called um, different names of, by different groups. And, and, um, and if you don't know it, we are the bad people in this, and we've been treated that way. And I want to tell you and I want to assure you today that I just believe that you guys are doing what you're supposed to be doing Following the will of God, Amen. And believe that with all of my heart and all of my soul. But in the midst of all that, sometimes we get caught up. We get caught up in everything that's going on, and we miss uh, we miss the forest because of so many trees. And um and uh, it, when Sue and I were at a conference this year, it was um I said to somebody, it was like you went to the dentist. Because you had something in your eye, <laughs> you know, and both of them were painful, and neither one of them helped you, and um, that's what I, I sensed in my heart and, um, and my my feeble mind um, that happened. That that uh, too often we can we can um, hear. If you hear this text, right off the bat, he says there's people that come in and try to steal who you are and steal where you're about. And um, I want to assure you today again and and want you to know how thankful I am um, that um, you have chosen, along with how many others, so 240 some people, 240, 6,000 churches in in the nation, have um, chose to go a different route and, and I just um, commend you for making all these changes in these past few months. I've been apologizing to everybody um, because I told them to come on this committee. You only meet every other month. That's a real easy committee. You don't have to do anything <laughs> and they've been busy all January till now, you know, so I'm sorry but uh, it'll get better. Rusty will calm everything down because uh, he's going to be following the Holy Spirit and guiding him and directing him. But I, I wonder, have you ever just sat around and thought about that thing that the Scripture says, that God, God knows our name? God knows who we are. He, he, he knows our name specifically. If you, if you heard him walk, in, walk into the sheep gate, he called out every one of his sheep, his sheep there and they all came and followed him. He calls us by name. Did you, you know, and I hope more than once that he's called your name to do this and do that. He's called your name when you're in that crisis time. I don't know if you've been watching the um, um, Chosen series or not. Have you anybody been watching that? I just I I think it's one of, going to be one of the valuable tools of our generation, to see the the backstories of everything that's going on, and um, uh, the first uh, uh, session of season two. Um, talks about Andrew being under the tree and, and um, talking about um, his struggles with God and God was apparently not there, but when he meets Jesus and we know the scripture when he meets Jesus, Jesus said, "Oh yeah, by the way, Andrew, I know you. I saw you under the tree," and he called him by name. Oh gosh, let me let me let me get to my points for you. We keep on going, you know. Um, three points. Are you ready? Rusty, you have to do three points always. Four once in a while, but don't push it. Oh, Lord. As I say this to you today, I want you to know that the fact that God knows our name personally shows that he's taken a huge interest in us as a corporate body, but also as individuals. You have, to, you have to understand that. He, he wants us to be together like we are. He knows our name as uh, LaGrange Global Methodist Church. But he also knows who's inside that Global Methodist Church. He knows our name. He's got a personal um, in, t- in touch with us. Names, names are so important. As you look through them in the Bible, we could spend a lot of time just talking about the names in, in the Bible. Abram, Abram had to have his name changed to Abraham because Abram didn't mean what God wanted his name to mean. His name needed to be father of nations. And poor Paul, his name was, his name was um, or Saul, was named um, uh, uh, one who needed prayer. And he did, didn't he? And then God changed his name to Paul, and Paul became small. Small in who he is and who he was about, but became great in the presence of God and following his will. God has a personal relationship, I think, with each of us believers and, uh, and those who know him. And, they, and he, he has an intimate relationship with them. You, uh, sheep are—if you don't know it—sheep are kind of stupid, um, and I'm going to say this gently. That's what we are, sheep. I don't know about you, but I can say it faithfully. We are kind of stupid, at least in my part, anyways. Um, but sheep—sheep sheep need need that shepherd more than we can imagine. In the in his book, we all smell. We should smell like sheep. Uh, the author says that um sheep are the are really the only people that only animal that really needs a shepherd everybody else doesn 't but a sheep sheep do they don 't have any teeth to bite anybody they don 't have tails to swag off anybody they don 't they can 't run very fast, you know Everything against them. So they have to have the shepherd. And the shepherd becomes personal with them and, and knows them and knows their characteristics and knows what they're doing and, um, and um, has a personal relationship with them. I think that's the first thing that God wants us to hear. The second thing is, and I, and I think it's really um, powerful, is that that uh, when, God, when we say God knows our name, it signifies... That, um, uh, that inclusion that we have in his family. Did you all hear that? We, we are part of his family. We call him Papa for a reason. We call Jesus our brother for a reason. Um, um, we are um, stepchildren, but I don't think God would ever call us that. I think he would call us his children. It's Revelation If you want to read it up later on, that's Revelation um, 2.17 says to us that when we come into his fold, when we submit ourselves to the fact that he is the God of our lives and and we accept him as our Lord and Savior, right away in Revelation Revelation 2.17 we have this saying that Jesus has a white rock and he put my name on it. And one day I'm going to get to see that name. He's the only one that knows it. He's the only one that has any any uh, intention of giving it to anybody except me. One day when we're on that way, Great White Throne Judgment, and, and I, you know, I don't know if I've ever told you this or not. The Great White Throne Judgment, where we're going to get, you know, we're going to get cleansed up from all of our sins because sins can't go into heaven. We're on a great. Did you know that we're on a great, and it starts shaking. And all those sins fall out and go down. And then when they're all done and gone and the gates of heaven are open, Jesus is standing there with that white stone. He says, here, Floyd, here's your new name. You know what it's going to be? Floyd. (laughs) I don't know. He's the only one that knows, you know. And it'll be God's grace that gets us in that door, isn't it? I guess what I'm trying to say to you, in the Old Testament times and even today, I think, um, when we say that we know somebody's name, you know, when we say that we know somebody's name, it means we, we just don't know their name, we're a part of their lives. I got a phone call this week. Actually, I got a message. Messenger? I don't, I don't go on Messenger, but people tell me that I need to go on. Somebody saw that I had a message on Messenger and my da- I think it was my daughter, she said, Go look and see what that is. Well, it was from a, a person I didn't know, Kim, Kim. And I thought, Well, I don't know any Kim. Sturgill, that's it, you know? And I knew it wasn't her. So I wrote him back, which I don't usually do, but I wrote him back and I said, They said, Mom is sick, like they're talking to me like they know me. You know, Mom is sick, would you, would you pray for her? So I wrote back and I said, Okay, who's your, what's your mom's name so I can pray for her? She wrote back, and she said, Mom, it's me, Pastor. Mom is um, Patsy. And I said, oh, my. So I, I, I didn't respond to her. I called up my son. I called up my son, and I said, hey, Patsy's not doing well. He said, she's not. And I said, no. And, and I called my daughter up right after that, and I said, Patsy's not well. You guys need to pray for her. And, and they knew right away who Patsy was because they have such a relationship with her. Nineteen six, I met Patsy. Did you hear that? 1986, I met Patsy and her husband Dick. And I got a call from, or a text, I, got a call. I called Kim then later that day. I called Kim and talked to her, and Kim was little when I saw her last. Sweetheart of a lady. And um, she had been getting on at 10 o'clock, and I didn't know it. But she was getting on at 10 o'clock, and she um, wanted me to pray for her mom, whom we knew. Now, I want you to understand why I'm telling you that story. Because many, many years ago, 1986, there was a time like that in there, guys? So, uh, most of us know that. You know don't, These young kids don't know it. Callie, it'll be okay. <laughs> 1986 seems like a long time ago, doesn't it? You know, and it is a long time ago. But, but what I'm trying to say to you is when we know when we know God and he knows us, we become family like you wouldn't believe. Amen. So that's why I'm not saying goodbye to anybody today. Right. I'm saying I'll see you guys later um, because we'll be back. Rusty said I can come back next week if I want to. I won't. <laughs> I won't because I'll be in West Virginia, but no, no. <laughs> to be given that new name puts us in a family, an elite family of, of children of God. And I think that's why it's so important for us to understand that God calls us by name because we are part of his family. And he has quite an investment in us and our relationship with him. Let me give you the third thought as I thought about this. God, knowing our name, does some powerful things for us because we've invited Christ to come into our lives. But what happens to us that we don't grab a hold of real quick, and it takes time for us even to understand it, is the fact that God, when he knows us by name, he demonstrates his sovereignty and his omnipresence. For each and every one of us is um, omniscience um, in other words God is all powerful and all knowing he knows where we're at and what goes on I, I picked up a verse out of Jeremiah that I like so much God says I know, I, I know the plans I have for you plans for your welfare and not for, for evil to give bless you to give you um, a future and a hope God is aware of every detail of your lives, including your name, and uses that knowledge to accomplish his purposes for us. This is, uh, and when we hear that, we need to understand it's not, a, it's not an issue for us that we're going to avoid um, the trials and the struggles in life. It's not that at all. It's not that at all except the simple fact that when we go through those trials and struggles in life, God is going to be with us. Um, the ultimate welfare of each one of us is knowing that Christ is with us. Our hope and our future are found in him. You need to look at verse 12 of Jeremiah 29. It says, then you'll call because he, we know him. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will hear you. You will seek me and find me. And when you seek me with all of your heart, I will be there. I think as believers today, we can have that comfort and assurance that God is in the control of our best interests, no matter what we're going through. Um, for me, it was it was going through of having no choice but to stay uh, tethered to the United Methodist Church, and and I've gotten over that, sorta. Of. You know what I mean? Sorta. Of. It, it's better today than it was. Yesterday. But uh, I'm staying close to God and, and staying close to Him and, and desiring to be His servant yet, only because He knows my name. And He wants me, uh, I think, to do what, what he, where He's put me, friends, where He's put me and where He's put Phyllis and I. And uh, we're blessed. And it's important that we understand that, that there's people around us that don't know God, and he doesn't know their name. And our desire should be to tell them, tell people always um, who God is in our lives. I remember Don Moen. Do you know Don Moen, a great uh, singer? Um, Don Moen was uh, doing a concert, and they asked him if he would come to this nursing home. So he went to the nursing home and would go from room to room. And in the room, they would, um, if it was people who were uh, awake, he would sing a little bit of a song for them. Wouldn't that be a blessing? I'm telling you, I'd love it. He would talk to him and, and share with them and everything and call him by name. He called him by name not because he knew him, but because when he went, went into each room above the bed was Mrs. or Mr. and he gave the name. So he went into this one room and um, he looked up at the name and it said, Mr. No Name. So he looked at the nurse and because the guy was sitting there all crunched up on the bed and wasn't receptive or anything. And he said to the nurse, why isn't there a name up there? And she said, we found him on the street. He doesn't speak, he doesn't say anything, and we don't know his name. So Don, Don Moen turned around and looked at him and knelt down in front of him and he said, I got some good news for you. We might not know your name here, but God knows your name. That's what we need to, that's, I think that's what we need to do as we understand that um, sovereignty of God in our lives, that omniscience of power that we have because we are his children. He knows us by name. He knows us. He comes into this flock and he says, come on, guys, let's go down to Worcester and build a bridge. You know, come on, let's go do this and let's do that and let's, let's reach out in this community the best way we can. God knows our name And I guess I want to remind you of that today. I want to remind each of us today that God knows your name and he knows where you've been because he is the God of our past. He knows your name and he knows where you're at today because he's the God of the present. He knows your name and he knows where you're going and he knows what tomorrow holds for you. You know why? Because he's the God of the future. He's the God of our whole lives. We need to put our trust in him so we can put our future in, in him. We don't know what's going to happen. We're, we're in, in, in new territory. And God has sent Rusty to help us go through that. We need to put our trust in the Lord today. Be encouraged by the fact, I think, that he knows our name and that he has not forgotten us. He'll never leave you, trust me. We need to, all we need to do is call out to Jesus because he knows what we're going through. All we need to call do is call out to Jesus because he loves us more than anybody else in this world. All we need to do is call out to Jesus because he desires to do nothing more than have a relationship with you. Amen. So it was 2 months ago. Hi buddy. How you doing? It was two months ago when this came into my heart and um, this little girl popped her head around the, uh, in my office. She just popped her head around and popped back, you know, didn't want, to, didn't want to know what was going on so much. I think she was just seeing who was in there. So she saw that there was nobody there but me. And she came in and looked or, looked around and then she came running around my desk, if you can see the office, running around my desk, came over to me. This little tiny girl, you know, gave me a big hug. And as she was giving me a hug, this is what she said. She said, I know you. Isn't that great? And that's the greatest thing this side of Pittsburgh, isn't it? I'm telling you, my heart exploded. My heart exploded whenever she said that. Uh, I I probably only saw her two or three times before that. Um, But she was just a tremendous, and now I see her all the time when she comes in. She comes in with Kim. Her name is. Go to the next slide, will you, Zach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her name's Sayla. Now, every time I see her, she hugs me and tells me, "Ask me terrible questions." Why was I sick when I was born? I "I don't know, honey. (laughs) Uh, Then the other day, she said, "Why?" And Zach was there too, and Abe was there. Um, now I think it was just Abe. Abe and her were there, and they said, Why are you leaving? And I said, Oh, that's a long story. And they said, sort of like, Okay, we're listening. <laughs> yeah. I said, Well, you have to ask your grandma. And grandma came in, then Kim came in, and she was telling us. But you, God put on my heart at that moment, at that moment, how powerful that was, that she came around there. And, and I can imagine it's the same way with Jesus. When we put our... When we put our um, um, trust in him and, and we say we know his name, his heart goes ballistic. I want you to know he knows your name. Go ahead, Zach. Turn it up a little bit, will you? A little bit more.
1: Eu He hears me when I call.
0: If your name's not up there, I'm sorry. Um, we tried to do our best to get everybody, but if, you, if your name wasn't up there, I apologize for that, but I want you to know one thing. It might not be up there, but God knows your name. Amen? Let's pray. The reason, my friends, that God knows our name is because we have invited him into our lives to be our Lord and Savior. And if you haven't done that, then you need to solve that problem today so that he knows your name, and he knows who you are, he cares for you, he's been hounding you, and all he wants is you to surrender. So as we go into prayer this morning, if you don't know Christ, today's the time to solve that problem. Pray with me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your gift of your son today. I've been trying to do everything myself, and it just hasn't worked out right. So today, as much as I know how and as much as I can, I surrender myself to you. I surrender myself to you, Jesus, and accept your death on that cross for me, for me personally. And I pray, I pray that I'll do my best to start living a life like that where one, I'm in relationship with you because you care so much. And then I'm in relationship with you and can experience what we're talking about, the joy of being known, being known by you. Lord, accept my prayer today. Accept my prayer of of faith and trust in you. And if we've been there before and said that prayer just now for the 100th time, Lord, hear our prayers today. Lord, hear our Go ahead. Lord, hear our prayers. We pray all this in your son's name, and we pray that you'd be with us as we go on on our journey in this church and in this community. We pray that you'd continue to bless and use us as a lighthouse here and be that reflection of your love to all that you send our way. Thank you, Lord we pray in Christ's name today. Amen. Amen. Well, let's stand together and sing